Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Fresh off the oven, I'm Slud Whistle. On your front porch, it is I, Immunization the Vampire. Who's that? Sneaking in the back, scratching on the windows of your Nana's bedroom. It's me, Aaron, Fire Magic Sword and Aaron, Horde Punching Bag. That's terrifying. I don't like any of those visuals that you just gave me. Well, better warn your Nana, because here I come. I mean, we all, we're just getting in season. We're like a week or so away from like spook, official spooky season, right? You know, it, it was giving me um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Me Tai Dodie Walker vibes. Lynchy Kinchy Kali Molly Dingo Dingo. I thought you were going to say it's giving share. It's giving share. Oh, poor Sean Mendez. It's me, the big chubby lady who's smiling. Uh, don't go somewhere else, because I'll be there. I forgot they got a movie. That's They ugh. did. Did you see the Doty Tie Walker in it? He killed a man. I mean, who can blame him, really? That is what he is made for. To be scary and to kill a man. Anyways, I want to talk about something near and dear to my heart. What is that? Lynchy Kinchy Kali Molly Dingo Dingo? 1000%. But no, I'm talking about, I'm sitting here in Discord and I'm looking at Blizzard is unleashing on us in 9.1.5 new shoes that the big selling point is these shoes will show up on everyone, including people who don't wear shoes. So I just want to say, how many fucking podcasts in a row now is it that we've somehow managed to make a reference to that one advertisement to that mall? I think we're at three, maybe three weeks. Three three or four, I'd say. At this point, they owe us uh, AdSense, because I really feel like we're sending people to East Hills. They hear our program and they say, damn, I want to go to East Hills to get new things for back to school haircuts um but yeah aaron i i don't know so basically we're we're just always excited when we can actually see mog on our feet but yeah so we're getting like these new ones that are linked to, to trial of style and i don't know i linked, I linked in our host chat here pictures of the female draenei and the female wargan and <laughs> sometimes i i mean maybe i just want to i want to be thankful that we see them, but also our our little our little toesies are sticking out. What is this? These aren't shoes. Yeah, they. <laughs> I mean, there's been like leg guards before. That's what they do for shoes. These, and maybe it's just the color, the texture. They just seem kind of like 1980s leg warmers. And also, our feet stick out the bottom. It seems real silly. I don't know. It's also, I guess, because like the way our legs are designed, they're still sort of a shoe shape. It just kind of looks like they tried to put the shoes on, and it Gary's mod clipped into our shin, and they said, okay, that's good enough. Gary's mod clipping into your shin is exactly what I thought of. Like, it just kind of barely is there. And it just it doesn't look very good. Like, there, there, isn't, an example, there isn't an example on either Worgen or Dre and I of any of the other ones, right? It's just these glowy blue ones, and there's, like, several other glowy ones with different colors. But I don't see one on our model of the 
leather boots that actually look like leather boots. So maybe those will look better, or maybe they'll just look like leather like warmers with our toes sticking out as well, which I'm worried about, but whatever. I have a feeling that's exactly what they're going to look like. Um, because like the races they showed, it was specifically just to show off how they look on those races. The pandas get ones without their toes sticking out, though, so why can't we? The trolls getting their toes covered is also kind of weird to me. Like, I feel like they should have gotten the lake shin guards, too. Yeah, because, like, what, does the boot just have a big blue thing going out the back? Because they have back toes. Oh my god, yeah, they have the back spike. So then why don't they, I feel like if the trolls can get it, then everybody else should get regular shoes. It's kind of weird. It's almost as if, like, Mr. Hazako himself listens to this podcast and he's like, how can I prank the boys? And this is his solution or something. I mean, if you look at all the characters that aren't wearing their shoes fully covered, you'll notice they're all alliance, or sorry, they're all good guys. You have Draenei, you have Lightforge Draenei, you have Torin, who are relatively the nicest people on the Horde, and then you have Worgen. So it seems pretty alliance biased, if you ask me. Fucking Ian has a co. I see you over there. Your horde bias with your functional shoes. Although I say that undead, do they get real shoes or is it still, do their toesies still stick out? They get real shoes. They can, they can choose to turn that off. Also in this uh, Wowhood article, it's distinctly showing them with leather boots that cover all of their feet as well. So I see, I see. I won't lie. I saw you and I saw me and I said, I don't care what anyone else looks like in these boots. I did not actually read the article. The working one doesn't actually make any sense to me. Because, as we said, pandas get it. They have beast feet. Troll have beast feet. Volpera have beast feet. Zandalari trolls have beast feet. Uh, Draenei, Torin, Lightforge, they, they're all hoofed ungulates. Worgen are not. Why don't they get full shoes? I just want full shoes. That's all I want. Like, you easily could have taken the bottom of the shoe texture and just just dragged it down around the toes. I don't know if there's anyone who's like, we need those toes. Well, you know there are somewhere. But well, like, I mean, yes, but, but just, they not... just, like, unmog their feet, right? But not for functionality. I just keep them out for pleasure. Oh, yes. I am excited for those searing stompers. Those are going to be awesome on a Dark Iron Dwarf. It'll be so fucking cool. I, I hope. Hopefully it fucking matches with everything else they have going on. Yeah, for your reference, Aaron, they look like the blue ones that I linked, except they are, like, flame red. And I assume that they glow. They look as if they would glow. Makes sense. To me, the effect of the purple and the green shoes and the blue shoes don't look as good as the fire. Because the fire looks like burning embers. The rest of them just look like they took the fire model and covered it a different color, which is probably definitely what happened. But I'll take new shoes. Backpacks, backpacks, come get your backpacks. Haircuts! And speaking of cuts, I'm gonna go in here another for another topic, rather. Uh, hey everyone, Brewfest is back. All the fun activities that you love every late September, early October are back. Except, guess what? They're not. Explain. Okay, fucking... One of the the things, if you've never been to Brewfest, is... Last year, I believe, they introduced this. It's an eating contest 
where you eat sausages and drink beer, and the winner gets tokens, and if you win five in a row, you get a toy, which is like the Brewfest Chowdown Trophy. It's a fun thing to do. This year, they made it where one of the dailies is to, like, do it. So you get 10, 15 tokens. I would imagine, because ever since this came out earlier this week, it has been broken. You can sit in the seats of the Chowdown, but it has not actually ever gone. I feel like they gotta fix this, right? Hopefully with the next reset they fix this, because I've never been able to win it, and I wanted to get my little, like trophy toy or whatever it is it's just so sad i fly out there every day to do brew fest stuff and i just see this huge mob of people and they're all just going like why is this broken why is this broken i was like i wish i knew like i'm no technical man i can't just be like oh just flick the switch again but like clearly they got this working once what's different this year it's the same exact setup like they didn't add anything so you'd think they could just be like okay remember what we did november october 2020 do it again i i thought this this feels familiar i thought this happened the first time this came around but if i remember correctly i feel like it was fixed relatively fast so it's crazy that this is still an issue what day of of brewfest are we even on right now this is day four i believe or it'd have to be Actually, I think it was four. For whatever reason, it was like a Monday. So here we are Thursday, September 23rd, and it still does not work. Unless it only works at like 3 a.m. and no one's telling me. In fact, it's getting worse. The first day you could sit down in all four seats and just it wouldn't go. Today I checked, you can only sit down in two of the stools. No. Yeah, Maybe you, they're just trying to cut you off of Brewfest. They're like, that girl, you know, she's getting a little too old for this shit. She doesn't belong here anymore. I mean, I am too old for this shit because I just game it. Like, I go for, like, 15 minutes a day unless I'm hanging out with someone because I was like, ha, 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 ha. I am having a, a, the time. But, like, the internal part hasn't changed really since 2015. But, like, just let me do this thing, please. I got to get my tokens. I got to get my little pony this year. Yeah, because I, I need to do it. There's stuff that I'm missing, and this is by far, like, the best holiday that we have. Like, it's so dope. And this is actually funny. It reminds me of a story. I used my Brewfest, my Brewfest trophy the other day for nefarious purposes out in Corthia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. my God. I, 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 like, we were sitting next to each other because our desks are right next to each other, but we weren't doing WoW, WoW content together, and I just heard him chuckling to himself. I'm like, what did you do over there? And then he just, like laughing very like very proud of himself so i was a menace society and i apologize to anybody who was out there at that time there was a mosh room that i could not get to it was so hard it was on one of the stupid tree roots that you had to climb up to and a warlock had decided he was gonna make a warlock gate for himself to get to it well his fucking warlock gate covered the mushroom and i'm like this is bullshit so the warlock gate he poured it up there but as he poured it up there, he fell down. And I was like, well, I can't clip this fucking mushroom still. So I dropped my Brewfest trophy up top where the mushroom was. And if you don't know, 
this trophy makes everybody in the area what it does not matter you don't you don't have to be in a party with them you don't have to be in a raid with them it makes everybody drunk so your vision gets bad you get really wobbly and that makes climbing tree roots extremely difficult <laughs> now maybe it's just me maybe that's always been the case you could turn it off in years prior right or is that something they just did I think you can click the buff off, but I'm yeah, pretty you can, sure... I know you can click the buff off at least this time, but I swear last year when they introduced it, it was like, leave. There's no way you can defeat our orb of drunkenness. But, and I think it, it may reapply at random intervals, so you, I think you just are kind of suck until the trophy despawns. Or, yeah, until you leave its orb of drunkenness. So I just saw people like other people who were not... The innocent bystanders were harmed trying to climb the tree root as they fell off. No one said anything in like trade chat or in, in Corthia chat or anything, but I was waiting for it. <laughs> also, this is very important. I have breaking news about the Nintendo Direct that happened. This is <laughs> Aaron. Is it is Aaron. it that Bayonetta three has been announced? It's the Mario movie. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> As we were speaking, I did have the direct on my left here. And every so often I would check to see what the Mario movie was about. And I was like, oh, really? Did you, did you see the, the lineup for the actors? Um, I saw a few featuring Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong! Uh, Fred, Jack Black, <laughs> Jack Black yes, as yes. Bowser, and yes. Charlie Day as Luigi. Those were my three that I wanted to mention. Charlie Day is Luigi's. He's, he's <laughs> that's the Luigi energy I want. Also, Jack Black as Bowser. He's gonna just be like <laughs> playing like air guitar the entire time. The, the biggest thing for me was, and I only was half paying attention because we were talking about stuff, but I did see Charles Martinet as one. So was it just like you guys couldn't get someone for that role? You had to go no, to like they the could. source. Chris Pratt is Mario, by the way. Wow. And if, they, uh, if there's anyone that I think of when I think of Mario Mario, it's the wrong Chris. Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. It's <laughs> so random. <laughs> okay, I'm all I'm here for Fred as Cranky, but like, yeah. Aaron, you're 100% right. I'm like, why did they pick the wrong Chris? They had so many good Chris's to choose from. <laughs> there are. Hey, Aaron, Aaron. Yes. Check, check general chat in the Discord. Look at the, look at this screenshot of Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. <laughs> it doesn't look real. It looks so fake. <laughs> it's like, did we make this? <laughs> why, why, why is this the head? Which, how did they get this headshot of him? Like, is this like his headshot right now? Like, or did he just like, what is this? No, I'm pretty sure they, like, after he accepted the role, they're like, okay, Seth, you need to just send us a, like, headshot of yourself upon learning that you will be playing Donkey Kong in this Mario uh, movie. Uh, and then Mario, he's like, watch uh, out. Uh, I'm gonna throw a barrel at you. <laughs> What's going on up there, Donkey? <laughs> I got your girl. I cannot wait to see this movie. I'm so excited. Um, it comes out holidays 2022. Anyway, back to Brewfest, or er, the trophy. So, Aaron, you have the eating trophy, right? Yes, I do. I did manage to... <laughs> I got it from eating sausage. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you don't have it. I was choking on my drink, <laughs> laughing like Seth Rogen. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I got bad news for you. This isn't your year, bud. 
Yeah, I know. Hopefully they hotfix that shit. But I will still be grinding out some tokens because there are other things I want to buy still from Brewfest. I believe last year... Was it last year that I was finishing my proto Jake, or is that two years ago now? That Fuck, was last that was year, this right? previous last year? year. Yeah, so last year when I was finishing up my proto Jake, I like because there's limited amounts of tokens you can get, right? So you, I don't think it's even possible to buy everything. Oh in one no, year. well, correct. Well, I don't know because really... because there is one where you do the ram daily, and then you can just kind of goof around on the ram, and he gives you two tokens for every barrel you return. So you feasibly could ride that thing just 24-7 and get tokens. But like I said, it's, yeah. two, it's two for every, like, 45 seconds, so fuck that. Yeah, there's, like, there's like they made it the perfect amount of, like, if you do this, that's your fucking weekend, bud. That's it. Yeah, so I was like, fuck that, no. So I just bought, I think last time I bought the Tabard and the Hearthstone. Um, cause like when I was like, oh, yeah, poop kid, something around in the poop and brute fest. I'm like, yeah, I gotta have that hearthstone. I still use that hearthstone. Same. Um, and then what else is there? Um, there's a mount to get, right? Mm, there, the mounts come from former sexiest NPC of the week, Corbin, Corin Direbrew. Cor- Baron Corbin? <laughs> Corbin <laughs> Blue? <laughs> Although this is, uh, holding onto his hair, Corbin. Not yet does he have the emotional maturity to just get rid of it. He'll let it go one day. Also, I'm sorry to go back to the Mario thing, but I missed the most important voice acting role. Do you know who's playing Toad? Uh, well, I do believe it is uh, Keegan-Michael Key from <laughs> Key and Peele. Yes! I can't wait to hear him play Toad. It's going to be so fucking funny. <laughs> Except that, you know what? I'm thinking about it, and I from like his sketches and stuff, I'm pretty sure he can do the Toad voice. I did, I'm... I... I guess that's important. I'm hoping that he just will do like his regular voice. Now, is Chris yeah, Pratt yeah. going to do an Italian voice? What's going voice? on? Like, like, is Chris Pratt going to like do Italian? It's going to be Chris Pratt. Like, what's funnier? Him doing a bad Italian accent like uh, like uh, Inglorious Bastards? Or him just being regular Chris Pratt? I, I, I don't think, think either is funny, but okay. I think yeah, I, I just know. want Mario Mario the Red Plumber Man to turn around and be like, What's going on, my brother Luigi? That it's Charlie Day. <laughs> hey, fucking- Mario! <laughs> get coke what, a, at what it. a great day to, to jump on a Koopa shell! Look, <laughs> we some trash over here. <laughs> I'm the trash man. Oh, I'm so pumped for this movie. I'm so excited. I know nothing about it. Anyway, okay, sorry. We can talk about WoW, the world. Well, speaking of things that we're excited for, did you guys see that we are getting new time-walking dungeons added, supposedly? They have data mined several for Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, Cataclysm, Wad, and Pandaria. Like, most notably, we I remember when Wad time-walking came out, we were disappointed that this one was not included. Yeah, I was gonna I, say, I, fucking rev up the train, baby! I'm pretty sure that one Cubbybub has listed as one of her favorites from like going through dungeons, and I, the the pain in her voice when I told her Grimrail Depot does not exist anymore. I am both excited as fuck to get back on that train, but I am also 
horrified at the idea of a 45-minute encounter as somebody tries to catch the bombs and throw them and they fucking miss every goddamn fucking bomb. And so you're waiting there forever because they keep wasting the bombs to make the boss fucking progress and it never moves. That happened to us so many times. Were we part of their problem? Yes. But so were other people. Yeah, and I just know that this is going to feel kind of like... Skyreach, I believe, in Time Walking, where on that first boss, people don't know what to do with the feathers and the ashes and the phoenixes that spawn, and people will just wipe on it. I feel like this is going to be a rough one for people who don't know what they're doing, and probably us the first time that we're back to, because I don't know. I'm speaking just on my own behalf here. I wasn't good at the game at all in WAD, so. Oh, no, <laughs> I'll need to not at all. This one. The amount of times that one of us three has caused a Grim Weep. Grim Depot wipe is like super high. Like we all fucked up that so many I times. Just, I, eventually, I just stopped going. Like I'd queue randomly and I'd get Grim Rail Depot. And I'm just like, okay, everyone, I'm going to head out. Because I know I can't do this right now. But hopefully after these literal years, like half a decade, I can do it. I mean, like think about it took us so long to figure out how to do the train the the bomb gunner phase right like we didn't know we had to have the other dps do it and just one of those (laughs) yeah i don't know but okay so the other main one that the wowhead article listed in its title it was grimrial depot and then from wrath of the lich king utgard keep and i'm like is this one that a lot of people like thought about a lot because i don't like remember which one that one is is so long that one, you go through a temple, you go on a wall, you go through the, like, menagerie of beasts, which is racist, because <laughs> a feral worgen is one of the beasts. And... Wait, wait, are you sure? Because isn't that the one where you face, um, the king <sighs> Am at I the thinking end? of something else? Yeah, no, you, you, you face the king at the end. No, I he's, think this, I think like this is a different one. Boss. No, so there's Utgard oh. Keep, and there's Utgard Pinnacle. Which we, yeah, I think Pinnacle is the one with um our boy um what's his fucking name King Ymiron. Yeah, Utgard Keep. I'm looking at these encounters and I'm trying. I'm still. I still don't know. Prince Kaliseth, Scarvold and Dalrin, and Ingvar the Plunderer. I don't remember this dungeon because, like, for us, obviously, we didn't play in Wrath, and when we when we level. The odds of us getting a time-walking dungeon are significantly higher than the one that's not in there, right? I just remember Ingvar the Plunderer, because he has an attack that turns you into a skeleton, but you can still, like, move around and do skeleton moves. What? I just remember being like, this is kind of silly. Yeah, I do not remember this one. But then we also get from Burning Crusade, the Underbog, the Botanica, and Blood Furnace from Ooh, are, are you guys excited for Blood Furnace? I'm a huge fan of Burning Crusade dungeons where you go one direction and then you take a right and go the other direction. <laughs> I miss one direction. Is Blood Furnace? Oh, well, fuck you, Zane. Wait, the BC one, what's it called again? Blood Furnace? Is that the one that we like? The, the really short one? Or is that a different no, one? No, that's that's Blood Ramparts or something. Oh my god, can we stop? Can we stop? I mean, there granted. are four to five <laughs> of them that like are all the same. Can we just? Why would they use like Ugard Keep, Ugard Pinnacle? I understand what you're going for, but come on, 
Blood Furnace, Blood Ramparts, Blood Boil. What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm 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 legit trying to watch a video right now on what Utgard Keep looks like because it's bothering me that I don't know. I'm watching a video from 2009 right now to figure out what this is. Well, like Immune was saying, for Wrath, we also have Azul Narub and the Forge of Souls. Uh, I don't remember either of those ones either. Azul Narub is, I think, the one with spell flingers. No, I think you're right. Azul Narub? No, no, wait, no, wait. It's not because I have done that one in Time Walking. Azul Narub, I think, is the one where you fight... Uh, the big beetle man's son, and he's in a web tunnel, and he, like, he spawns randomly when you're in the dungeon, and then it's just like, where's the boss? And you see him come out of the web tunnel like, I was here the whole time! We are really showing our balls on stream right now, just like, Well, yeah, if what is they're this not in time walking, I don't know what they are anymore. I'm, like, legitimately reading articles about <laughs> these dungeons, <laughs> and I'm like... I kind of remember that one, but it also could be that I sped through Wrath content and the raids and stuff. There's a lot of Azul Narubs cut up in there. So, like, the only way we would have seen these is if we leveled through dungeoning and happened to queue into it, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. I mean, like, wait, guys, is it possible that there's, like, a dungeon we haven't done before? I don't think so. Like, we've had to have done all of them by now, right? Personally, I think the answer for me is no, because one of the things I did like at the end of BFA when we had some time before Shadowlands dropped was I went and got all the achievements for dungeons and old raids that I didn't have before just for like completing them. So I think I've at least seen all of them once. But what if there are dungeons that don't have achievements that are old from Classic? That's I say in Classic, a lot of the time they'd be like continuations of each other. Like Warpwood Quarter would directly go into Gordok Den and you'd have to go to a weird thing in Gordok Den to get to Dire Mall Basement. <laughs> dire Mall Basement. Okay, I do remember Azul, Azul Naru because this is the one where, you know, you fight, you straight up fight Anubarak. And he does that stupid fucking attack where he's, in, he's invulnerable and those spikes come out from underneath him. And if you they hit you, you're fucking dead, kid. That's it. You're out of here. And you can't do anything about it. And I remember because one of us three would always be locked outside on that spider web ramp, just watching our friends get murdered by spikes we couldn't dodge. <laughs> okay, yeah, this one is ringing some bells. I remember that one. But just to get through the rest of these, in Cataclysm, we're getting Black Rock Caverns. And then one that we for sure remember is that for Mop, we are getting Skolomance. Yes. The uh, although I I feel my blood raging right now on Ooh. on Scattergore motherfuckers attacking Scattergore and not the piles near him. It's the piles, people. They've been in the game for over a decade. Is this the version of Skolomance that we would that Rage Up would use the potion from to get that cool like zombie backpack on him, or is that the old version of Skolomance he would use? Because remember, there's a potion you can drink. For like an hour that makes you into that 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 like uh, undead scientist guy i believe it was the new one because it was the one i ran all the time because i too would do that except then <laughs> like i'd have that post nut clarity that post dungeon clarity and i was like i don't want to be this undead guy and click it off 
<laughs> What's your favorite memory of um, Skullamance Immune? Why you always put me on the spot like this? Jesus. <laughs> Come on. There's so, there's so many there's so many great things. Do you remember grabbing the books? The books? And then Tanks wouldn't want to grab the book, and you said, please, I'm trying to finish this quest. So they go, I'm speedrunning it. So you had to find out how like... to go invisible to grab a book? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is so many old dungeons, too. Like, that happened to us a lot because we were leveling through them, right? So, and we wouldn't always have a tank, I don't think. Or if we did, it would... Oh, this is back when you would tank on Wicklestein a little bit, right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, like, if we didn't have a tank, or, like, we had, if we had, like, some DPS that wanted to speedrun it, then we were like, we're just doing this quest because we're all so leveling and we've never been here before. Let us do this. I mean, and that shit happens now. And, and, and for people who are uh, locking down those normal dungeons, why are you speedrunning normal dungeons? Just chill. Just be... Just come, people who are doing normal dungeons, the odds of people who haven't done them before are so fucking high. Be cool, man. While I pour over all of my favorite dungeons and least favorite dungeons, Growlina, take it away. Spoilers. I love, um, uh, Warpwood Quarter. That's one. On the scene, if you know what I mean. I'm here with Baribo, asking about how he feels about our return to Grimrail Depot. Burr, how ecstatic are you? Honestly, not very. I felt like they left it out for a reason. Uh, I don't know what I'm hearing, so I guess I'll just phrase it a different way to be sure. Grimrail Depot, 10 out of 10, or 11 out of 10? LOL, it's just not that good, man. Bosses aren't memorable, it takes too long, and it's kind of a waste of a dungeon slot, if I'm being honest. Burr, I'm giving you one last chance. Grimrail Depot is an epic. Well, I'm gonna have to say no. Okay, Burr. Well, it looks like this little adventure is over. We were gonna banter back and forth, and it was gonna be fun. But now I'm leaving because of your wrong, stinky opinion. Goodbye, everyone. I'm going to go ride the choo-choo for a little bit to cool off. And that's why my least favorite dungeon is... Uh, Eye of Eternity. Oh, we're back! Oh, is that actually your least favorite dungeon? Uh, it's not a great one. I'm pretty sure that one, I forgot if that's a dungeon or a raid, but you have to hop on little discs and fly around and, like, shoot fireballs. You know what my is my least favorite dungeon? Is the one that you have to go around, uh, like, Wormcrest Tower on dragons, and you have to use, like, dragon attacks and kill other dragons. That one can huff my duff. That was my first thought on Worst Dungeon was that one. But then I also thought of 
another one, but that one overrode it. <laughs> oh, so maybe that one is the worst one. Oh, no. The one from BC with the fucking, uh, the, the, the infinite dragons opening the portals over like two hours. Oh, yes, yes. Black Morass is very bad. But that is the worst dungeons of all dungeons. But like one that I also thought of was Violet Hold, either form of it, just because it's similarly like you just have to wait for trash to come uh, to you. I, my, my mm. thing is that my thing with Violet Hold and Black Morass is that at least I can turn my brain off and just be like, attack things that are around. The one, I have Eternity, like, I actually have to invest brain power in this not fun. And I invest brain power, and I still feel like I'm doing nothing. I'm like, they can kill me in one hit. I think it's two hits. I gotta heal myself. Which button is heal? I don't fucking know. I got all new dragon abilities. And then navigating it, and if, if you get left behind... If you get lost for a second, good luck, kid. You ain't getting back up to that fucking platform. But speaking of favorites and least favorites, I actually have a throwback segment here. I have a DN hour thought. Papa, papa, tell us a story. Yes, papa, story. How about you come and pull up a chair? These are DN hour thoughts. And this one was inspired by something Aaron jokingly asked Adorno and I earlier on the Thralls Balls Discord. And I am just going to ask you guys, now that we've had Sadis for a while, what is your favorite and least favorite encounter in it? Hmm. Well, I, allow me to begin with my least favorite in Sadis. Fucking Fate Scribe! Earlier, I agree with you. That was the only conclusion I came to. Fate Scribe is for sure my least favorite. So, Aaron, what do you say your least favorite is? My least favorite would have to be Eye of the Jailer, if only because with his mechanics, it's hard to really, like, set up my my beach chair and my sun umbrella and really, like, hit three and give him the old whirly bird with this legendary. I... I feel like it's just a lot of running around and scorching, which is not fun. Because scorch is has great utility, but it is the weakest move I can do. Yeah, I feel that too. It, it overall feels bad, but I just feel like Fate Scribe is just so long. Although I will say, this last week, they gave us more time on the rings, which allowed us to one-shot it this week, even though we took a little longer. So I feel like it's not as painful now, but I still feel like it. Like all of our what painful wipes we had before just left such a bad taste in my mouth, especially because all of our wipes were on literally the last ring. I just feel like it's a long fight, and it's easy to wipe on the last ring, at least before mm-hmm. the, the, ner- the nerf. And I will say of this, eventually I feel like 90% of us understood what to do, and it made it feel not as good. But yes... The learning process of it was very painful. I want to double back and just say I love the Eye of the Jailer fight. Because for me, I'm like the only person in that whole thing, maybe other than Hunters, that just gets to have a fucking blast. Because my bleeds are ticking on everything. So I'm just freely running around. And I'm like, I'll do a chain jump. I don't care. My bleeds are going for me. And then when that ad spawns, I'm like... I'll kill this ad, and then I'll kill my thing, and then I'll come help kill the other team's thing. I have a 97% parse on that fucking fight. I love it. 
Would you say oh, yeah, that yeah, was the one? The first. <laughs> okay, Leon. <laughs> the, also, the big reveal. I also have a 97% parse on the nine and 95 on Guardian. Feeling pretty leaked. Wowzer, Zowzer, which of those would you say is your favorite? Honestly, I think the nine, which is kind of weird to say. But, like, Feral is a class where if you have three targets, all of a sudden you go from pressing, like, 16 buttons to pressing 16 times three. Because I have to hit every single target with all my bleeds. And I and the fact that, like, I've gotten that high of a parse and I can do it feels... I'm, like, I am a Feral Druid. Like, I can say that officially, I feel like. I also feel like you're one of the few people that chose, you originally chose this class because it was complicated and had lots of buttons, but like you're one of the few people that's like, yeah, I like these complicated classes Mm -hmm. that have 25 buttons in my rotation. You said you bought a Forza pedal and you're going to use it for something, damn it. Well, I don't really use the pedal anymore. <laughs> I've gone I haven't this. heard of the Forza pedal in a long time, so <laughs> I assumed it was retired. But I just I didn't know if like he he does something else now. Like when you want to switch Netflix tabs, you're like slam the pedal. I I had to look for my pedal. I found it. It is plugged in still, but like it just became I would forget or I would get excited and I hit it too early. So now is I use my mouse to click that button instead. <laughs> Normie energy. I would have expected better from someone who has a 97% parts on the nine. 11k damage. Eek. Um Okay, but what but what Amin was saying about the fate scribe changes, honestly, so they added five whole seconds to the rings on heroic that's all we needed we were having rings miss by like not even a second it was like 0.3 milliseconds that we'd miss it by it would be in the mechanism and then we'd still blow up yeah the number of wipes that we had sub half a second on our last ring of the fight so at this point what that's like nine minutes into the fight ridiculous and i think that is why it is locked in as my least favorite just that is so painful Maybe we haven't had enough wipes yet on Sylvanas, which I'm sure we will, because that's another fucking long fight. What, 14 minutes just to make it to Phase 3? But I'm not to that part of our career quite yet. I was just going to say, uh, I'm I'm very certain Sylvanas will be our least favorite fight. I will say, though, weird as this is, I love Phase 1 of Sylvanas, only because I've done it so many fucking times by this point. That like I can I I could almost literally close my eyes and do this fight. I've done this fight one handed, looking at fucking YouTube videos in phase one, and I've gotten that like a one hundred percent damage parse in phase one. I know because then we died, and so then it counted my parses hundred percent because we died in phase two immediately. <laughs> I mean, those don't count though if we don't no. kill it. But no, they definitely do not count. But it still shows. But like, think about it. If I have a hundred, if I have like a really high parse and we die at the very end of like phase one, then that basically is a phase one parse. You know what I mean? Which means that like what I'm doing is all right, and I almost literally can't do any more damage to her phase one. You know what I mean? Nothing hits me. I never get silenced ever, and I and I, I go into boom conform and I'm casting shit, and it's like this is weird. What is your guys' favorite fight in Saudis? Um, my favorite fight, I feel like, and this is going to be a controversial one, 
but I really like Painsmith now that we know what we're doing. I really like dodging, maybe also because it's easier because I have shimmers and worgen run, but I like also that when you do the mechanics correctly and fast enough, he just has like a moment where he's bent over picking up his books and you get to really just wail on them. <laughs> I, I like bosses where if you do it correctly, you just get to really just kick their ass for a little bit. And that's him. Honestly, I never have thought about it quite like that, but you're 100% right because then like, like whatever raid lead is like, okay, free damage. Let's go. Yeah. And that is always really satisfying. My pain spin parse is only 93, which is sad. But it's because he fucking runs away all the time. But I, the thing I like the most about Painsmith is that it's something that I, I, I've complained about before. I hate that I have to owl weave. So, like, for Feral Druid, you get a lot more damage if you go into Boomkin form and cast Star Surges and um, Moonfires. But it feels really clunky. But there was one point during Painsmith like literally like last night when I realized I I'm using all my druid forms. I was doing DPS's cat, obviously, and then I switched to Boomkin to do a star surge. And then he was throwing his big axe and and Amino he says, use the defensive. And I'm like, okay, I will. And so I go to bear form, because in bear form I have more health. And I'm like, holy shit, like I'm literally like the most druid druid right now. I'm going through all my forms. And I'm like that's kind of dope. Like I love that. And other fights I don't have to use Burform as much, but I don't know. It's kind of cool. I've also never really had to blink through a ball. I stand in front of the ball and I'm like, I'm not moving until this ball fucking dies. So I never get to like blink through them like everybody else does. And that kind of makes me sad. I honestly only Dwarf Shadows over if I'm the person with the chains. Otherwise, I do stand with everyone else and send my holy fire out and dot it up and smite occasionally. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Can I tell you something awful? Oh, is it, is it about how you bumped me with chains this week? I did do that because I was supposed to go backwards, but I didn't have enough room, so it <laughs> sent me forwards. I was like, why the fuck is Aaron body checking me right now? What is this? Luckily, I didn't move into a spike, but I was like, oh, excuse me? Uh, my ultimate secret was that I said the wrong boss. Wait, what did you- <laughs> What do you mean? I meant, uh, who's the guy who tortures Garrosh? Soul Render Dormazane? Soul Render Dormazane is my favorite, <laughs> no. but I do like pain. Smith and look at rolling back the statements I said none of them <laughs> expose me so. I will I, to be fair okay like I I think this is forgivable uh, Soul Render, Painsmith and kind of Guardian they all kind of look the same they're just like weird constructs I mean, slash it's just, weird it's metal suits things of Saudis I was gonna and say, all of Torghast is just it's all guys in armor and I was going to say, Remnant of Ner'zhul, too, until he starts stripping. Soul Render, I I don't like as much, I will say. No, actually, Aaron, I agree with you, though, because what I was going to say is my favorite actually is Soul Render, just because I felt like it was really satisfying once we all got the dance down, and now we don't really fuck that shit up. Mm-hmm. It just feels really good, and I don't know, it just feels... It feels right right now. Like, we finally got it down. It was a little bit of a hassle at the beginning. And 
I like fights where if everyone learns a certain dance or like the certain mechanics, then it just be like it's like night and day easier. I will give a second special shout out to Remnant of Nerzul. So, as a wild charge lover, when I'm in cat form, using wild charge charges me to my target. Now, this would have been first place if, for the first time ever, I didn't beef it <laughs> this week. <laughs> Normally, what happens is Lynn says, Okay, everybody, we're going to dispel this person and go. And then I know to have my finger over six on my mouse. So I know that when I get blasted off the edge, I can just charge back to the boss. Well, Lind fucking changed up what he said. And I realized how hard coded my monkey brain was that when he said, okay, we're going to time warp at this. And I'm like, we're going to time warp? Fuck yeah. There's nothing else to worry about. So I'm doing big fucking damage. I'm biting them. I'm ripping them. I'm clawing them. And then he says, and go. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We're fucking time warping. Let's go. No, he meant dispel. And apparently everybody but me knew what he meant. And I go flying off the edge. And I'm like, no, please. And I, I, my wallet charge was too far to press. I was too far away. I just fall off the edge because immune didn't holy priest pull me. I normally don't ever think about it anymore in that fight because we all get that shit down nowadays i think i i think i died the most i've ever died this whole like right tier last night it was it was so sad because you're usually someone they they pull up in an instant so i couldn't have a buddy i was only able to do <laughs> it once on you every single I, I think almost every fight i died and like i i, I think i see i died on nerzul I died on Soul Render because I, I got cocky and I'm like, I'm fast enough to beat his fucking pizza slices. No, it caught me. I died on Painsmith. I died on Guardi. I died on every single fucking fight. And I'm like, I'm getting sloppy toppy. I'm too good for my own being. So that was kind of humbling, honestly. I'm like, I gotta fucking suit up. This is the moment in the behind the music where you're like in an alley taking horse tranquilizer and it's just like Wild Seed was on his way down. Wild Seed knew this was the only way to defeat the coronavirus. His 225 rank on Eye of the Jailer was not good enough. He needed more and he failed. <laughs> also, does that mean that I'm the 225th best person at Eye of the Jailer on Heroic? That's pretty good. For feral druids. Yeah, okay. Let's move on to a new topic before you even get a bigger ego looking at your Warcraft log stats. And I'm talking about another big thing that happened this week is that we talked about how last week the Big Love Rocket got, like, its icon changed. Excuse um, me, what did you call it? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I was going to say, this week, we got a full-ass name change for a few things. The Big Love Rocket is now the X-45 Heartbreaker, and the Twin Consorts passed Sexiest NPC of the Week, which means now we have a second redacted-slash-renamed <laughs> Sexiest NPC of the Week, Um, is now the Twin Empyreans. I'm going to look y'all straight in the eye, and I'm going to say this honestly and straight up. This is fucking stupid. So I will say, my official opinion is that we don't know 
the reason why these things were named or created in the way they were. So if they want to change things that they know were culturally wrong from the inside by changing these names, and if it makes all of the creators feel better about it, this is the 100% correct move. And we don't know that. So like, who knows what their real reasoning is. But like, I'm so tired of all these people on Twitter being like, Oh my god, this is such a waste of their time. I'm like, we don't know why they're doing this. If this makes one or two people more comfortable, I think it's worth it. So I was at work and I was thinking about how stupid these changes were. And then I was like, wait a minute. Alex Afrasiasby had a lot of influence on this game. And I was like, did he personally name the big love rocket? Because it seems like these these are very targeted changes. I don't like I feel like everybody saw the big love rocket as obviously like a funny haha sex joke. But now I'm like, I didn't well, even I didn't even think of it and this maybe it's just my innocent mind. I'm just too dumb. I didn't think of it like big love rocket, like my big throbbing dick. I was just like, yes, it is the big love rocket. It is the Valentine's Day rocket. It's like a it's like a red rocket dog penis joke. It's kind of what yeah. it seems like. And now I will say that change to me is more fine than the twin consorts. But consort isn't even necessarily like a bad thing. Isn't isn't the fucking queen's husband a consort? Like it's a royal term. Yeah, I, I'm pretty to, sure. It to just my knowledge, means... yeah, it just means someone who is, uh, who like waits on the ruler. Or I, I thought it just meant like a consort was like the person that is married to or with somebody of royalty. So like, I don't even think that this was. Uh, maybe I'm completely missing something, but okay, I never so thought of this as like a sex thing or anything. Not not to go fundamentalist Christian, Ugh. but I looked up the dictionary and it says the wife, husband or companion, in particular, the spouse of the reigning monarch. Yeah. So like to me, it was that was never like a they're whores. It was like a these are just like two fucking royally powerful women who are going to kick your ass. And boy, fucking howdy, did they? I don't know. It, I I understand what they're going for, and what it means that was right. Like, if it makes one or two people feel more comfortable, then that's honestly fine. Like, I'm not going to care this much to bitch about on Twitter and make a big stink about it, because like again, that is not worth anyone's time. And if the creators know what's more at hand, that's fine. But I do think that they're kind of like targeting funny haha sex and like. I understand, but like funny haha sex jokes, they're not inherently bad. They're just kind of raunchy and they're like us. We're not bad. We make some funny haha sex joke, but we don't make them out of like, uh, no, if Alex Prazi named these, I take all this back because then it makes sense, right? <laughs> then these are in legal documents. <laughs> it almost makes me wonder if obviously they're removing mentions of him, the man, and uh, sex jokes and stuff. But it makes me wonder, some of the big offenders, are they just scrubbing anything they did? Right. Like if, if Alex Afrasiasby created an NPC called, like, Bartheramus, is Bartheramus on the chopping block because, like, we just need to scrub anything they did from the game? No. I think if it's the person who has been fired has made a bad sex 
uh, input idea into the game, then I think it's fair game. If Alex Raziazzi made this, then yes, we should change this, which is kind of making me rethink my stance of like, fuck this change, because again, A, A I don't have this mount, B, I don't really care about this mount, it's kind of ugly. So like, that's why I'm not gonna like be like, this is so stupid. Like, I'm gonna complain about this and make this my whole identity. People who are doing that are obviously like, on a whole different fucking problem level. Like, you know, like, I, I don't care that much. But this is also kind of weird because they also, they gave efflorescence a new visual. And, and I think this looks dope because it's replacing the mushroom and instead it's gonna be like a like a cool little like uh like green like fell bloom almost what it looks like to me and people are like did they change it because the mushroom was a penis and it's like no you can get a glyph to still put the fucking mushroom on like chill no, I don't think that that had anything to do with it. I think they just wanted to make it look better because now when it spawns, it has a new animation too and it looks pretty cool in the PTR. So I think it's mainly just them trying to update a few aspects of the game. I think this is unrelated to the other thing, especially since, as you said, you can still get the old mushroom back by using a glyph. And the thing with this is you notice this a lot more. This this little green bloom is spinning. It's giving out big Sparkles. The mushroom can be covered up easily, you know? I'm watching a live video of it being applied. Here we go. Taking forever to cast it. Oh, you can't miss that. It like sucks in all the green around it and then blows it up. That's dope. That's good. Very cool. Yeah, I like it as a I, Resto Druid Vault. I, I haven't played Garage in a minute, but like he's pretty geared still. The last thing I will say on the matter was, and this is something very briefly that I saw, redshirt guy, bastion of knowledge, said apparently the twin consort's, like, resource name, like the model name, is, like, two Empyrean. So they had some sort of name similar to what they have now before they became twin consorts. So I guess it could just be sort of a return to that. Honestly, I, I think the Dungeon Journal has some kind of reference to Empyrean into it. Because I remember reading about them for the NPC award that we gave them. And I remember being like, Empyrean. Because, like, like, what? Because is that Mop? So, like, the Emperor's... Like, so that kind of makes sense, honestly. It, it does kind of line up. But, like, Concert still isn't a bad word. So, like, it's still kind of... It seems like they were, like, Concubine? And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm Who knows? I think our last big piece of news this week is that they have announced that they are nerfing Legion raids now. This makes me kind of sad, but I understand it's very needed because Kill Jaden, Mythic Kill Jaden, should not be wiping groups in 2021. <laughs> it was wiping groups of like 15 of us like a few months ago. Like, we, we beat it. We did beat it eventually, but, like, it took us how many pulls? Like, 11 or 12 to, like, beat them while we were in BFA? <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. So, I am happy with this. It'll definitely make, like, achievement runs or mog runs or whatever you want it to be easier. And that is perfectly fine with me because now that is two expansions ago. It should probably be soloable if or close to that. Most importantly, the biggest nerf other than KJ, which is pretty big, it's ANR. Because ANR is not at the end. She's before a couple of bots. Like, one or was it? Is she like the. Uh, 
She is, is the like... fourth or fifth boss in Antorus. There is okay, so it's Garothi, Worldbreaker, the dogs, Portal Lady, uh, three people in pods, and then her. So she is the fifth. Wait, did you just do that out of like your head? I I remember Antorus. I can do the people after that too if you want. Wow, like I thought A&R was like later. Holy, she's before the Soul Hunter and King Garoth? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You have to do those and then you do I think those are the next two. You you do that and then go take a right, go down the bridge to Soul Hunter, then King Garoth, and then after that you go and fight Verimathris, the three ladies uh Agrinar and then Argus. Holy shit, I'm I actually really I don't know why I'm so impressed you can do that. Because I if you asked me without reading this list, I'd be like, uh <laughs> I'm Donkey Kong. <laughs> I mean I mean it's not like I know any I I remember there are three women. If you ask me anything about three ladies fight other than I think you have to like switch up who who attacks which lady i can't tell you their name is coven of shavara but three ladies is honestly that's all i needed to hear to know what you're talking about maybe that's gonna be the rename guys (laughs) 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 and like okay the the argument that it's like why blizzard should be doing more than renaming their assets and it's like well they're probably most definitely different departments handling it so like it's not the same the people who are changing assets aren't the people who are in a legal battle against like actual abused people so what are you fucking talking about people just want to be mad at something which i understand but yeah aaron that that was so impressive though because even if you asked me to name the order of saudis i'd be like oh give me a minute (laughs) I would have put A&R a lot higher than four or five. One, two, three, four, then five. It's 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 also weird because she is, it's one of those things where like, there are, there are three here that you must defeat. Defeat them in any order. So she can be anywhere from like five to seven. But most everyone I'm pretty sure does her fifth. Nice. Well, boys, I think it's about time to head on into our top toot, bottom boot, or medium boot. Aaron, what do you have this week? Well, thanks for handing it to me first, because I did have it written down. This week, I have a top toot. This week, randomly, was a great week for mounts for me. Uh, the other day, I got the Fallen Charger. Ooh. Then, later that day, out of a Death's Advance box, I got the Fierce Razor Wing mount. And then, just yesterday, out of the oh my God. Faction Assault, I got the Wild Hunt Leg Splitter, which is a Gorm. So, Uh-oh. just... I mean, the Razor Wing can fly, so maybe we'll see him. The other two just sort of exist as things in my repertoire. But I'm just like, okay, is, that's cool. Is it really called the something Leg Splitter? The Wild Hunt Leg Splitter. I swear that is what it is that's called. That's going to get changed real soon. <laughs> well, is that I, because it has like spiked horns and then they could like technically chop you up? But like, uh... um, I mean, I'm I'm looking at it here. The Wild Hunt Leg Splitter. I don't know 
Why what a weird name? It's called it, that. Honestly, that's kind of a bad name. Like, like not even like a sexually based name. From just like a name standpoint, that's not a very good name for a mount because they all split your legs. You hop on them, and your your legs go to either side of them. It's stupid. Well, because it's fat. What? Okay. What? I, I hate to make an off color joke here. But it just so happens that the item you use to get this mount is called the Leg Splitter War Harness. Oh. And I'm pretty sure you can order that from Adam and Eve for $79.95. Hey, Manscaped, you hear that ad? We can do this. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, just let's just skip the weird part where you take advantage of us. Hey, everybody, Manscaped wanted to do an ad deal with us. And they, they said, oh, if you guys do a month free, we can do it. And we're like... This seems like you're taking advantage of us. So, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, will we let you take advantage of us for a month to maybe get paid? Once we have enough people, maybe we'll sell things at you. Like, okay, I have used Manscaped for the past two years. Could I just cancel my subscription? You're you're doing ads now. Wait, but could could I just cancel my subscription and then use the promo code they would give us and then I could get cheaper Manscaped things? Because if so... Then it's worth it for me on a personal level, right? I do. Like, I I do need to manscape, so <laughs> that would be one fourth of the sales right there. Well, the lawnmower 4.0 is out, and look. <laughs> no, we we didn't even respond to poor Anne Marie. Anne Marie's not going to listen this far into the podcast. We're in minute, an hour and four in. She's not, she's going to give up like like two minutes, like everybody else does. Oh. Anyways, anyways, immune. What is your TTBBMM? Okay, I also have a top two this week, and it was that I noticed that our boy Adorno was streaming to nobody in the Thralls Balls Discord earlier this afternoon, so I hopped on Hey, you know what? I'm a guy who streams to nobody about two-thirds of the time I stream, so I understand. So The hustle continues. So I hopped on in there while I was doing some work, and, you know, we just chatted for a while, and other... Friend of the pod crucifix joined in there too, and that was fun. And then Aaron joined in, and then y'all started going. Well, y'all meaning Aaron and Adorno decided that they wanted to turn war mode on and go into Corthia and fuck some shit up. And I got jealous, and I was like, I can take a like a half hour off work to go kill some horde in Corthia. So my top two officially is turning war mode on again for the first time in a long time because I've been scummy and I have had it off for a while. So turning war mode on and just diving right back into Encorthia just for no other reason than just to kill some horde. It felt good. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Killing the dirty mud yeah. people. <laughs> now we just need a reason to do so. Yeah, I mean, reason more so than just getting the enjoyment out of killing those mudders. <laughs> but Mr. Slide Whistle, what do you got this week? I got a double medium moot. <laughs> Oh shit, that, that boy is so 6 moot? out of 10. <laughs> My first medium moot's a quick one. I got a mount, but the mount I got was the loose wilding, wildling from like the wildling quest in Corthia. And you guys know what oh. that thing looks like. And it's like, I got a mount, but like it uses, I'm not going to use this. Like, it's a fucking green dragon that fucking scratches its ear. Who cares? Personally, I think all of those Night Fae ones look kind of bad. And I'm yeah. like, like from your point of view, 
all of like those that is your one that you just get reskinned, right? Correct. Their face something about their face just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know. It's kinda weird. It's like it's always open, but like uh But anyway, so like I got a mount that's not easy to get, but it's ugly. Next, medium moot. I nine nine one five is coming, right? We don't fucking know when. And that is tripping me out because I want to do content on other characters. But then I'm like, well, 915 is coming and it's going to make Torghast worth doing. Like I can level in Torghast and get Soul Ash. I can I can I can do that. Uh, There's so many other catch up mechanics that I could do. And I want to do them now, but what's the point of leveling anything when I know it's going to be easier in the future? Like, and it's, it's kind of like a taunting thing where I'm like, do I do it or do I not? And they're like, you'll never know. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier, actually. It's like a weird time where I feel like some people are kind of taking that hint as a chance to maybe take a little bit of a break. Maybe play some other games spend a little less time in WoW, because, like, as you said, it's going to be way easier and more efficient to level your alts in 915, but we don't even have an announcement time yet for it. So, who knows? And, like, I want to do things like do PvP as Feral, but Night Fae isn't the best covenant for them right now. Actually, Necrolord is, and I'm like, well, like, I can Necrolord PvP much easier in 915, and I can just change willingly, get 40 free renown. It's just, it's in a very weird state of the game, and it'd be cool if they could just, like, push some things in sooner so we could do things now. Or at least tell us when 915 is coming. Give me an idea. <laughs> but, but, but I'm glad it's coming, because the changes that are coming are so fucking dope that I'm so excited to play it. I just don't know when it's happening. Yeah, I mean, I feel like all of us are in the same boat. We're really excited for 915. This was the world's medium moot. Everybody agreed with me. <laughs> and I have a spirit bomb, a spirit medium moot <laughs> bomb, powered up by all of you out there. Come back to us in, like, five episodes, and maybe he'll launch it. Five? I'm just imagining Vegeta just <laughs> putting his hands on his temples. We need everyone to give us your most mediocre energy. Side Whistle needs it. Kakarot, please stop having top dudes. Okay, so I said five episodes, but do you think 915 will be here in five episodes? Or do you think, like, I should have said episodes X until 915? Probably that one. <laughs> Probably that one. <laughs> Spirit Bombs took a lot of power to power up. Just ask Frieza. Oh, yeah, he did throw in at Frieza. He, and he fucking dodged it. Oh, my God, that was so cool. God, wait, what? Immune doesn't know that. He, he'll forget easily in, like, two minutes. <laughs> Will 915 dodge this? <laughs> go somewhere else. Wait, here, um, Immune, who dodges Goku's spirit bomb? You know, I don't know who this is, but apparently Frieza. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa. Just forget about Frieza. Just think about Cooler. He's literally Cooler. It's me, Frieza. I'm gay icon. <laughs> Frieza is a gay icon, like, for sure. He really is. Frieza, Frieza just has that <laughs> that fucking Devil Wears Prada energy to him, and I love him he's for it. He's the sassiest, gayest villain in the DBs. Well, he's one of them. Who else are you talking about? I mean, like, 
Sell fucking turtles. Cell doesn't give me stripman energy. The man sits there pompously waiting on display for like what? How long does he wait for the guy out of the fucking three months? <laughs> That's very RuPaul RuPaul Charles energy to me. And 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 yes, Cyberman, they're they're kinda campy. Does he frack? Yes. Uh yes! He actually makes yes. the cell games thing by digging into the ground and terraforming the earth, so he does frack. It is not against his morales. Oh, wait, I have a question. Approximately what year did this episode air? Like in our uh, time or in their time? Uh, like 1997, I want to say. Oh my god. That's when they was, were doing the cell games. Was this like RuPaul's ultimate goal? <laughs> Fucking RuPaul Charles was sitting there in New York watching DBZ on a crappy television set was like, that's it. That's me. He called Michelle. Michelle, you can be my Cyberman. Easy. Let's do this. <laughs> I was about to say, do you feel like Ross Perot or Ross last <laughs> name? Do you feel like he identifies as a Cell Junior? Yes. Also, Garlic Junior kind of campy. Not gonna lie. Garlic Junior is right. There's nothing more campy than falling into your own dead zone. I'm so. I'm so lost right now, but yeah, okay. I'm just going to nod. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, or you're gay as DBZ villains, send it to us at do not relent pod at gmail.com. <laughs> you can tweet at us on Twitter at do not relent pod. Send me, slide whistle, a personal email to my overflowing inbox at navaracoffin at gmail.com. N-A-V-A-R-R-A coffin at gmail.com. What about you guys? Where can they find your Manscaped advertisements? Well, apparently not on this podcast, but you can follow me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. Also, make sure to join our podcast Discord. There's a link in the show notes. I believe that's probably the best way to find it. And someday we'll stream again on Twitch at Immunization DNR. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitch or on Twitter.com. You can find our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. I stream occasionally at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR, and I'm tired of people calling the fucking Ginyu Force gay. They're just actors and they love their job. However, Salza of the Cooler Squad is gay. He is the gayest one. I always took Rikum as being uh, the big gay of the Ginyu Force. <laughs> he is. He's a power bottom. Also, <laughs> also, I just wanted to throw this out there. Na- also, I just wanted to throw this out there. Speaking of gay things, y'all better be streaming Lil Nas X's Montero album. Rikum Blast! Rikum Gun! That's also, that, that's in track seven, so you better keep your eyes open. Also, speaking of gay things, leave us a review somewhere, I guess. Like, whether it be iTunes or Warcraft Radio Podcast Directory, we'll take a shot in your honor. Oh, yeah, I didn't say that. Give us something to read. Or give us your favorite Ginyu Force member. And why is it Riku? Uh, Gildo, I appreciate his, Is he the little guy? Gravitas. Yeah, he's the little guy with gravity powers. I've never known his name, ever. Gildo! Alright, well, we're out of here. We're gonna go watch some Dragon Ball. And remember... Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network. 
representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. Jackson Birder on the sea. Always have a sensu bean. Yeah.